1: Wings for the game, boom, cashback. New lucky jersey, boom, cashback. Even a last-minute ice run can score you some cashback when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look, in sports, it's hard to predict who's going to take the W, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one it's a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cash back debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey there, it's Scary Parish. Welcome back to the CBS Sports I own College Basketball Podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting. Dodo Birds and Leaky Black, Matt Norlanda is here with me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the like button like you're Brandon Davies, you have consent while you're smashing. Let me remind you what we got going on uh, over a span of 10 weeks. It's a series called the Summer Shootaround, and we're going to focus on 20 notable teams in a 10-week span. Two per week, 20 teams in 10 weeks, and we're doing the schools in alphabetical order. We've already knocked out Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Auburn, Baylor, Creighton, Duke, Gonzaga, Houston, and Indiana. Now we turn our attention to the reigning national champions, Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas went 34-6 and last season, shared the Big 12 title with Baylor, won the Big 12 tournament, got a one seed in the NCAA tournament, and then they beat Texas Southern, Creighton, Providence, Miami, Villanova, and North Carolina to win the national championship. From that team, Kansas lost Ochai Baji, Christian Brown, David McCormick, Remy Martin, Mitch Lightfoot, Jalen Coleman-Lance, for the top five scores, but Jalen Wilson and DeWan Harris are back. That's two of the top six, two starters. And KU also has the fourth best recruiting class in the country set to enroll. I got Kansas ranked eighth in the top 25 and one. We'll see what Deadleg thinks of Bill Self's Jayhawks next. But first, a word from our partners. It just occurred to me that one of the motivations behind doing this series is like doing episodes dedicated to specific schools. In theory, you might get, you know, some first time listeners who have never listened to a college basketball podcast in general. But like if they're talking about my team, I'll give that a shot. And they must go, did this dude just call this other dude dead leg? We all send messages nonstop connected to work. Text, emails, checking in on projects, brainstorming for ideas. No matter what kind of work you do, communication is key. And Grammarly, it can really help you. Because Grammarly, it's your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so that you can make a bigger impact at work. If you lack confidence in your writing... Grammarly can fix that, and it can also make you more efficient in your day-to-day. Did you realize that 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing? It's true. So it's time for you to make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Like yeah. a startling for someone who's never been here before.
0: Podcast on a pirate ship, my man. It's basically what it sounds like. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Okay. Kansas. Yeah. It's going to be the best team in the Big 12. Yes. You have them evaluated like that. Kansas is going to come off a national championship and be better rated, wind up as the best team in what could again, maybe, we'll see, could again be the best league in college basketball.
1: In the top 25 and one right now. No, I don't have Kansas as the uh best team in the big 12 i actually have baylor as the best team in the big 12 i've got baylor at seventh kansas at eight so it's uh you know you can mix those up in whatever order you want but i technically i guess going by the top 25 and one i will have baylor projected as the big 12 champion
0: if you want to get more intel into why Baylor has a good chance of being the best team in the Big 12, go back and listen. We, they've already been a feature team in our summer shoot-around series. Over the past four seasons, by the way, um, Kansas, after winning 14 consecutive regular season titles in 2019, did not win the regular season title in the Big 12. That was the year that Texas Tech and K-State wound up having a two-way tie. Kansas was the best team and won the regular season in 2020 before that season got canceled. 2021, of course, Baylor en route to a national championship. And then last season, KU and Baylor, um, they were both 14-4 in league play. They have separated themselves. Kansas has separated itself from the rest of the league for the majority of the past two decades since Bill Self got there. Obviously, even even before that, uh, we know where Kansas stands. It's been the best Team in its conference uh, for decades running. And what it's been able to do has been outrageous. Uh, but we'll see if this Kansas Baylor, uh, you know, one, two, tete a tete tango will continue this season. I think there's a real chance at it. The roster is going to be intriguing, GP. <laughs> You've got them eighth in the country, but there are a few questions as to what we're going to be looking at uh, with the roster and who's going to be the guy, right? Because they've got a highly ranked recruiting class, which certainly will should play a factor although as you well know uh, there have been some standout freshmen over the years under self at KU but it's not like Kansas has cut its teeth and firmed up its reputation on an annual basis going off of the outrageous play of its freshmen that's not really how this normally goes and I don't think that's how it will go this season but um Two names to know are Grady Dick, who looks exactly like you think Grady Dick would look like, and then MJ Rice, a couple of freshmen. Grady Dick's a really, really good offensive player. He was rated, um, according to 247 Sports, uh, 20th overall. MJ Rice, another incoming, uh, another wing, a top 30 player, more of a four star. Uh, should be standout players, but I still think Parrish, it's going to be about Jalen Wilson, Dewan Harris. And then you know the Big Twelve is going to have two players that I think will be semi dark horses to be the national or the 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 player of the year in the in the conference that can come by transfer. I think it's Fardaz Amak who's at Texas Tech who I think could be an absolute monster if he hits there. I love that transfer situation there, and if not him, you know maybe it will be Kevin McCullough who comes by way of Texas Tech, uh, a senior, a six six guy who was an outstanding defender a season ago could get even better. I, you know he he transferred in part because he wants to expand his offensive repertoire and give himself a better shot at being drafted in the NBA eventually. Uh, so McCullough comes in as kind of the third major piece. But when I look at the roster parish, Wilson, Harris, McCullough, Rice, you got Zach Clements, Bobby Pettiford's back, Grady Dick. Uh, who is going to be the guy? will Kansas need a guy will, it have a guy that really emerges as a top two, three player in the big 12. I'm not convinced that'll happen. Maybe it'll be a a bit more by committee. And if that's the case, you know, self is who he is. He's considered the greatest coach in the game right now by a lot of guys. Will that be enough? We'll have to wait and see. Something else on self I'll share with you in a second. But what are, when you look at this roster, you said before, shortly before we started going here, uh, maybe you actually felt a little bit higher on them than, than previous once you were actually dug in. What made you, uh, what made you think that? What stands out to you here?
1: Well, I don't know that I should have them a, a, a little bit higher uh, than, than I have them. I, I, what I meant by that comment is I had them eighth in the tree. Um, and I was like I, don't, like, I don't know if I see that other than Bill Self. I, I just trust Bill Self. I have a top 10 team, but I didn't, I was like, I don't know about the roster. I don't know if that's a, top 10 and I still don't know if it's a top 10 roster, but I can, I can talk myself into the roster after deep diving um on the Jayhawks, you know, over the past day or so, you know, they, they bring back Dewan Harris and Jalen Wells. That's two starters. And Kevin McCullough started, um, you know, 24 games at Texas tech last season for a good team. So they've got, basically three starter level experienced guys from good big golf teams and then i, I think you got to slot grady dick into the starting lineup six seven wing you know mcdonald's all american uh, possible first round nba draft pick and i don't know exactly what they do in the middle although ernest Uday is a six ten center four-star prospect class of 2022 he's ranked 32nd in that class that's that's one option i guess another option would be zach clemens now he only played like 4.9 minutes per game last season he was a top 50 prospect class of 2021 um and he actually played like early i don't know if you remember he had seven points in four minutes in the champions classic against michigan state and then scored i forget (laughs) and then scored like he i think he banged home a three it was like
0: I, i I, All right, can we I think he banged home a three? Like you clearly must have seen some sort of clip. There's no shot in hell you remember Zach Clements banging home a three at the champions class.
1: I swear to you, I think I remember that because it was like, who what is what is what just happened here? Like the guy came in and, and scored seven points and like no, it just boom. he was, right. I have I have a vague memory of him doing I have a vague memory of him being on the court and making a shot at Madison square garden. That's what I'm telling you. But remember Jalen Wilson was suspended for three games last season. That's right. So like Zach Clements played at the very beginning, but then once Jalen Wilson came back and they had David McCormick, Mitch Lightfoot, Jalen, there's just nowhere for him to and then, play. By the
0: way, they don't play the same positions. It's just a matter of minutes distribution. Zach Clements. It's is just front, right. it's front yeah. court minutes. Yeah. It's
1: just front court minutes is yeah. what I'm talking about. Once, yeah. m- once Wilson was added to the front court, There was really nowhere for Zach Clements to play, but but there is now (laughs) because like they 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 lost a lot of front court um, production, so maybe he's the option. Either way, um, three and this is my point: three Big Twelve level experienced starters, plus a McDonald's All American slashed probable first round draft pick, plus either a you know top thirty five freshman or a sophomore who was a former top fifty prospect and was just banging home shots all over madison square garden at the champions classic last year so that like that's not bad it's not you know it's not uh north carolina's roster uh but it's it's a pretty good roster but more than anything i just trust bill self that's what this is about he's been at kansas for 19 seasons he has 16 big 12 titles and nine big 12 tournament titles it's absurd it's outrageous
0: outrageous man
1: 16 regular season championships in 19 years in a league like that with constant roster turnover is ridiculous and i do think with all due respect to, to rick patino who I, I think you can argue is if he never leaves for the nba is is actually the goat of college basketball like that that's not crazy to think about but you know he's working at iona now and that's sort of off off the radar a little bit certainly at the At the high major level, there is no better coach, I think you can reasonably say this now, than than Bill Self. Again, 16 conference titles, nine Big 12 tournament titles in 19 seasons, four Final Fours, two national championships. Patino is the only other active coach in the country with multiple national championships. And only six coaches in the history of men's college basketball have ever won at least three. And Bill could already have three if the stupid pandemic, dumbest one of my lifetime, didn't cancel the 2020 NCAA tournament because they would have been the number one overall seed in that. Here's some more self-bullet points. Never finished lower than third in the Big 12. He's finished top 20 at Ken Palm in 18 of the past 19 seasons. That's 95% of the time. He's finished top 10 at Ken Palm in 13 of the past 19 seasons. There you go. He's finished top 5 at Ken Palm in 8 of the past 19 seasons. So 68% of the seasons he's spent at Kansas, he has finished top 10 uh, I- I- at Pom. I'm really only asking to do something that he already does roughly 70% of the time. He's got nine number one seeds in the past 19 seasons would have been 10. If you include include 2020, he's been a top two seed in 10 of the past 12 NCAA tournaments. It would be 11 of 13 if you include 2020. So that's why I think more than any other reason I've got Kansas in the top 10, probably not a top 10 roster, but they got an all-time great coach who always has, or at least you know more often than not, has a top 10 team.
0: We're doing this series in alphabetical order. So Kansas now, next will be Kentucky. And by, by nature of self, getting that second national championship back in April, um, he is like forever shaken off a little bit what's gotten attached to Cal uh, over the years. You know, Cal has consistently brought in uh, better talent than anyone not named Mike Krzyzewski into college basketball, but to this point, you know, since 09, 2010, uh, he quote unquote only has one national championship to show for itself had this dominant run. I just think two helps him overall. Not that Kansas fans were unhappy or anything like that, but at a certain point when you have that much dominance in the big 12 and you're and you're consistently finishing in the top 10, if not the top five in Ken Palm, it's like, really? You want, You got that one in 08 and uh, you got that one in part because, you know, there were some free throw issues down, down the stretch there. Um, the fact that he gets two, uh, we talked about this either the night of the title game or the first podcast after. The, it always felt like an inevitability. Like he, you know, It's Kansas itself. He's too good of a coach. It was always going to happen like this. He was going to get another national championship. They were just going to break his way. As hard as it is to win a national championship, and it's really hard, it speaks to how great of a coach self is and how really how high in esteem he's held across the across the sport uh, without a doubt. So he's finally got two. He can certainly get another one. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, But with all that being said, you trusting self. uh, Big season ahead for this program. One, is it's the 125th season of Kansas men's basketball. So there will be uh, a number of things to celebrate that uh, in the months ahead here. But is he going to be on the sidelines when the season starts? Will he be coaching in the Champions Classic? We don't know. Bill Self, uh, Parrish wasn't on the podcast when uh, I broke the news and we talked about this, but Bill Self was not on the road uh, in the summer, and uh, it's believed to be the, sp- the spring as well. He's not been on the road all offseason recruiting. The length of that self-imposed sanction is still unknown, but it does beg the question, you know, are sanctions going to finally come down on Kansas uh, via the IARP and, and recruiting? guard to the FBI stuff and Curtis Townsend um, self's longtime assistant has also been off the road Uh, we don't know how long those uh, maybe for all we know they're done Kansas isn't publicly you know putting this out in terms of uh, of how how detailed these uh, punishments are those will be revealed in time once this whole thing finally settles but there is a chance still that uh, the IARP case will come down uh, before the start of the season and if that does come down would that include a postseason ban? Would it include a multi-year postseason ban? Will there be no ban? Uh, Bill Self sitting, I think, is an inevitability. And I think it would be a significant suspension. Uh, if that does happen, are we looking at 9 or 10 games? Are we looking at 15 to 20 games? Are we looking at something as drastic as a full season? I don't think so. There was a time where I thought that might have been on the table. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I think that also needs to be brought in this discussion. We talk about Kansas, how good it can be, bringing these pieces. Grady Dick certainly should be um, one of the more entertaining freshmen, just because of his offensive ceiling there. But if they don't have self on the bench to start the season, then I think it affects Kansas's outlook overall. And to be clear, and Paris can speak to for himself, obviously with his rankings there. I, I assume you're you're ranking KU uh, based off of w- what you think they will be. With Self on the bench, because he unquestionably has a major impact, particularly with a roster like this. Uh, to be clear, I'm not saying that the seasonal start and self will definitely be on the sideline, but that possibility still lingers out there. But the longer we go into this offseason, uh obviously the more unfair it becomes if a punishment were to be coming, say, in October into November. Uh, I prefer resolution sooner than later hell maybe it still continues to drag even more maybe we still don't have an answer on this when we flip the calendar uh to 2023 but man oh man i am ab- about ready as as i know kansas is for this to be done but our first indication in a long time of some real movement behind the scenes came with self not being allowed to go on the road and 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 being uh, unable to to scout and recruit prospects, and as you well know, GP, uh, particularly with North Carolina, that can have some some long term impact. C- heck, it kind of pro- it already did with Kansas to begin with. They won a national title anyway, but just keep that in mind. I don't know if we're going to be talking about in, in an emergency podcast situation, uh, sanctions coming down on Ku. Memphis is going to happen before that, and I think Memphis is going to happen before the season starts. But that's just another uh, you know subplot to to what's happening here with the reigning national champions as we head into the season.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it would be fair or right or whatever to not rank Kansas where I think Kansas should be ranked based on the possibility of Bill Self not coaching some games. So I'll deal with all that when I have to deal with it. For now, I'm, I'm I, they're ranked, um, you know, with Bill Self as the active head coach. But and I don't mean this disrespectfully to anybody else on that staff, but like Bill Self is an all time great coach. To not have him as a that's a problem. Um, and and so. Uh, or or at least it's something that has to be overcome. And so if you were trying to argue, like if you wanted to stand up and, and and make a point now, prediction, Kansas will not finish in the top 10 at Ken Palm, even though Kansas does roughly 70% of the time under Bill Self. The the, the thing that might work in your favor is, well, they might not have Bill Self um, for some games. And I guess theoretically, uh, possibly a lot of games. And so... You know, we'll see if any sort of ruling comes down anytime soon. But I have for a while now been a big believer that once classes start, any sort of postseason ban should not apply to the upcoming season. Uh, I, I, I. On one hand, I could argue Hey, listen. Every player who just enrolled at Kansas or came back to Kansas knew that a postseason ban was possible. Yeah. So, if they truly wanted to ensure they avoided it, they should have gone somewhere else.
0: A lot like of coaches off record will make that impassioned right. case. These guys right. know the deal. Right? They know the deal. So, right. if it's going to get banned, no violence for them. Yeah,
1: that's certainly one argument, and I could make that argument. The other argument is if you if you ban if you did the postseason ban before classes started then they could then go elsewhere in theory. But once they're on campus and enrolled in classes and started classes, they're kind of stuck. And don't punish them when they're already stuck and don't have the options that they would otherwise have. I could make that argument as well. Um, it, 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 it has never prevented the NCAA from coming in and postseason banning right before the top start of the season. Um, so I, what I prefer would be the case isn't actually the case. So we still don't know whether Kansas will be eligible for the 2023 NCAA tournament. But once classes start, and that's like soon, um, I I would prefer if there is going to be a postseason ban, they say it's not for 23, it's for 24 or 25, you know, 24. And if it's multi-year, it's just started in 24. Mm -hmm. Once classes start, don't don't impact this upcoming season. But um, as always, we'll see. And I guess that is the biggest question hanging over the Kansas basketball program right now at other places, it's like, you know, what will point guard play look like? You know, can Oscar Shibway repeat as national player of the year at Kansas? It's like, are we going to have our coach and are we going to play in the 2023 NCAA tournament? Are we going to be eligible for it?
0: Uh, that in mind, I want to, uh, we started this maybe four episodes in, but I want to try and do this with most of the teams throughout. So let's do, let's do regular season win total here. Last season, Kansas won 25 games in the regular season. And this one gets challenging because, we got to take into the possibility, count the possibility that self might not be on the sideline for some, if not a majority of these games, we just don't know, or maybe he'll be on the sideline for all of them. So KU went 12 and four in the big 12 last season en route to a national championship, Won 25 games. Obviously it was a one seed. Here are the non con games of note. The big 12 was the best conference in the country last season, as it's been for the majority of the past decade. We'll see if that winds up being the case again, non con games of note champions classic against Duke, John Shire. Hello, welcome to the table. Then they're going to go to the battle for Atlantis, which is, uh, somewhat of a weaker field, not a bad field. Obviously, it's uh, you know, with the exception of these years, like we got PK eighty five this season. Maui and, and Battle for Atlantis have uh, clearly separated themselves, and then you'll get two or three other like pretty decent ones. But Battle for Atlantis always has a good field. Just this season, it's a tad bit weaker than it's been in recent years. Uh, Kansas can play NC State. Then it will get either a Dayton team, which might be the best in the A ten, or Wisconsin. We'll see what the Bucky can be. And then on the other half of the bracket, they'll play either Tennessee. SEC contender, USC. We'll see if they're in Sibley Tournament caliber. BYU in its last season in the WCC or Butler under Thad Mata. Then December 1, home to Seton Hall in the Shaheen Holloway era. Love this. Against Missouri, December 10th, bringing back that rivalry, which is absolutely wonderful. We'll see what Missouri can be in year 100. Dennis Gates, Kansas will be favored in that game. I get all that, but KU and Mizzou back. Come on now. Let's have it every year. Uh, Home to Indiana. Which we talked about on the IU podcast. That's on December 17th. And then they will play at Kentucky in the Big 12 SEC Challenge in the last Saturday of January. So with that in mind, let's go over under. I'll go first, GP. Give me, give me Kansas at 23 and 8. Give me 23 and 8, which is what I think I said on our most recent uh show we did last week as well with another team. But I'll go 23 and eight, and I'm factoring in the potential for no for no self in some of these games. I'll slightly lean that way.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go two losses in the non-league. Then
0: that's it. You yeah, love I- you, lo- you love two losses in the non-league. I mean, Two losses at in Kentucky, night. home to Indiana. Battle for Atlantis could be a trip up, but okay. It's it's completely reasonable. I'm just...
1: they're gonna back Dayton for okay. that Maui.
0: Hey, Kansas State. Yeah, and then they played again. Remember they played, was it last season? They did. They lost to Dayton last season. They lost to Dayton, I think, in the uh what used to be the old spice in Orlando. Dayton got him. I don't know, man. Why do they keep losing to Dayton all the time? It's 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 America's best non-conference rivalry that's emerged here. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. That'll be a tricky one.
1: When did they lose to Dayton? The first, was it 19?
0: Uh, that they, was... When did they beat them, then? It was nineteen twenty because that was... Uh, they they beat Dayton, but it was overtime. That was the Obi Toppin. Oh, okay. So, they beat Dayton in Maui, and then they lost to Dayton last year in Orlando. It's the rubber match. Here we go. If they, they can... They would have to meet in the semis at Battle for Atlantis if it happens.
1: We need a Kansas-Dayton home-and-home. Tell me about it. Those are those are great battles. Those are wars. The Flyers and the Jayhawks are playing. I've got them winning the Atlantis tournament. Um obviously at Kentucky is 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 difficult. Um Champions Classic, uh, I'll go with Duke, I guess. So two non-league losses and then let's say five league losses. So that puts me at 24 and 7? It does. 24 and 7. That's where I'm at. Okay. 24 and 7 two see track all this, tournament.
0: Yeah, we need someone to track all this. Like, I, I actually would like, and, and come find us the last week of February when we forgot we did all this entirely, and we can look back and see how smart we were.
1: You're always inviting people to document uh, stuff to make us look dumb later.
0: I like to hold, because it's either we look super smart, we hold ourselves accountable, make us that much more likable to the listeners. That's I think
1: fun. history shows we don't usually look super smart.
0: <laughs> but when we do, man, oh, man. Uh I think a lot of
1: in addition to you know how much it will Bill be available if a punishment does come down. Jalen Wilson, like this is a guy who was really good as a freshman and then not as good as a sophomore. You know, we always talk about that freshman to sophomore jump, you know, Jaden Ivey and so on and so forth. And Jalen Wilson went the wrong direction. Production went down. He averaged only uh, 11.1 points last season, that was down from his freshman season. 7.4 rebounds, that was down from his freshman season. Shot just 26.3% from three. That's obviously not good. Like, if Kansas is going to really win back-to-back built 12 titles and, and and stay at the tip-top of that league, Jalen Wilson's got to be good. I don't know that he has to make the jump that Ochayabaji made You know, from uh, his junior year to his senior year but he's got to be he's got to be better than he was last season cuz last season he was just a guy, he's just a guy. He's supposed to be better than that.
0: Gonna have to be a top 25 player in America. Don't know if he can make that jump. We'll see.
1: shouts to Devin Downey shouts to Chester, South Carolina, shouts to Huck, Larnell, and thank you guys once again for listening to the I Own College Basketball Podcast. If you're not subscribed, please go subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars, nice review at Apple, please. There's more of us than there are of them. Make sure that's reflected in the comments. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please knock that out while you're here. It's so simple to do. I thank you in advance. We'll talk to you again soon. Till then,